0: SECTION 24 OF WHEELS, THE FIFTH CYCLE This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Et in Arcadia Omnes by Sir Cheverell Sitwell From The Bird Actors The stars, but prophets call them sons of God, lay in the fresh field, and the cool wind trod, striding across the bodies where they slept, and woke them to the glory that they kept all day in bondage, until darkness came, when movement flowed as water, gold as flame. The gods now rise, and let the new light run, rippling its quick, strong life, and substance spun from fluttering wings, and fiery breasts of clouds, along their limbs, just risen from the shrouds of death-like slumber, till they play again blue hills, far island, watch them, and the plain. Above white clouds, the stars come from their tent, on which today's dead light spills lustre, spent and feeble, after fiery beams and bars have burned the sea with madness, earth with wars, and made still waters mirror in their glass the gold-hung woods and gliding clouds that pass dip their tall towers like pennons in the lake and hidden from the sun their thirst they slake till at the time the nightingales begin the clouds have vanished and the night is thin now at their settled stations in the sky the stars are still or spread their wings to fly are motionless or moving with their gold through heavens wide as water and as cold looking between sharp edges of the leaves beneath black shadowed houses and their eaves still shining in the evening rain there show unfolding flowers that tremble as they grow and several ships with glittering sails of glass swim the blue seas or float beneath the mass of towering cliffs down which the gold men leap cross the wide sands run down the shelving steep ride on the foam, and climb the golden ropes until the soft-breathed wind fulfil their hopes. Now that the sky is once more set with signs from balconies above a tree that shines with fan-like agitation of the wind, revolving its lush petals till they bind their spinning dance into a formless round, the people lean and listen to the sound of voices parting the dim green, and strings that wave-like beat their foam upon the wings flashing below the crystal fall of song which melting drops in music on the throng from bird throats kissing the warm air there drops the mingling of cool snow and flame through stops of flute-like tongues that gather fire from light to make their honey golden to our sight The poorest even have their hour of pleasure when the daylight fails, and the more advanced young women play the piano, while the more advanced young men accompany them with song, and those who cannot play their part sit in the window. At a late hour all the voices stop, the day's perpetual sound is dead, so still now that you think the singers must still be in that room. The women sleeping with the half closed eyes of waxwork figures, and the men as plaster carrier tides upholding the low roofs of lodging houses on their sad, crushed heads. The next few hours are far the best in which to temper truth with a trite compromise. In more imaginative lands, our instruments are still the strings that carry every trembling confidence through a half open window till, stepping to the water's edge, you see your own tall shadow in the clear windows of the water, with white-pointed mask abetting your new self, disguised. And all the music of the air obeys the silver presence singing in the trees, and giving time its intervals of lucid silence, while the wind touches the taut strings of the sea, and the waterfalls of light drip through the leaves, upon the dew-drenched grass. If such and such sit in the gamut of one's life within the same close box of yellow bricks under a mutual roof, bow from the windows if you walk beneath and leash themselves to let you climb the stairs. Is not a little latitude allowed for subtle insolence and half-veiled threats? Calling through the lattices of leaves at those wreathed windows where, Flower-like, the gold light hangs. Wise birds repeat, as echoes from cool caves. The words they're taught. A wall of cactus guards the virgin sound of piano scales, ringing the changes in a small schoolroom, and on the black keys, hammering with the hard beak of woodpeckers on a moss-grown tree. From all around, young ardent voices reiterate the aged sentiments, while a brave few try the spiral stairs, spinning like blown smoke to the glittering stars, half lost in the damp breath of clouds that tarnish the gilt edges of their song. Through the splintered stillness, sounds, like small animals, creep from their holes, and from a hundred various heights, from terraces of all the shaking fields of leaves, the frail ladders on which our meaning climbs, span the blue air, until they touch the sodden ground. Music that on the stooping sails of wind, drifting, divides the distance, and can bind those it has chosen with a supple string, keeping them motionless to feel her wing. Can negative the constant turn of time? and make long minutes shorter than the chime of waters bruising the white foam of waves, before whose rush the sea-gods seek their caves. Thus, at the music beating through a wall, tired limbs revive, and shadows seem the tall and flashing figures walking by a lake. Known faces, unknown bodies, slowly shake their dancing skeletons to normal flesh, and, walking in warm light, within a mesh of memories that follow on the scent. The once again remembered wishes, bent on embraces, or the easier art of flight. Sent around persons, crushed beneath the might of phrases, blown like trumpets, but to fall deafened by loud sound, stifled by the pall of soaring wings, too heavy for their weight. The music, dying, ceases. And the mate of every big ambition faints away. Gone are the dreams, the darkness lives, till day, with staring light, rehearses all the ills poured down on us each morning from the hills. But now, before ambition starts its reign, and crowns itself within the sleeping brain, a fitting altar for a mocking rite, the hours arrive which offer to our sight, in place of sun, motes in a dancing air, the lively brilliance of crowds laid bare, and in the place of serenading winds, a surfeiting of subtle sounds that binds the plumage of the trees and makes them still, while murmurs run as water from a hill down to the valleys where they form a flood, and rising fill the veins of trees with blood, break the quiet spell and run their fire along, thrilling the leaves until they shout the song of rolling river and of gliding cloud, more moving than the sea, and still more proud, of boughs fanning the liquid air until the wind comes back and breathes into each quill, and then, quite suddenly, the birds begin throwing their brilliant spirals through the thin, clear pavers to the vaster vaults of air. White caravans of clouds are listening there. The murmurs are soft whispering of men, drinking the evening fall of coolness, when the dappled light gives intervals of shade, arching the light ribbed dark, with shadows made of moving shapes and lattices of green that trace their sudden sharpness, where, between tall houses and the deep diapered woods, dim voices meet and mix their various moods. The flickering darkness covers as a cloak those hidden there. When certain changes broke the set calm and lit the still air with fire, before whose flames the old and ill retire. The beating blood gives wings that flash and lift to bodies whose young signs of life they sift from evidence and symbol of decay to feel the freshened splendor of new day. Rise from the ashes where you lay so long. Stand up triumphant, resolute, and strong. The cowering darkness is as oil to fire, Intended but to multiply your ire. Your wings must carry you to cleave the cloud And take the treasure from its castle proud, Building white bastions above the waves To hold the icy heart within its caves. For bribe. The gold upon the glittering trees lies there for you, As honey for the bees. The streams, and running currents of the air, Is path and roadway for your footstep there, And walking then, above the wide-stretched land, The flower scents reach their blossoms to your hand. And now, to send a shiver through the leaves, And thrill with melody the gathered sheaves, Touching the fields, beyond the reach of sound, To light the gathered gold upon the ground. The clouds dissolve and show a sea of glass, still islands and the floating ships that pass. On earth once more the music guides your feet, annihilating distance till you meet. The moment comes to don your first disguise and posture it before the sightless eyes, vast imbecile mentality of those Who cannot tell a thistle from a rose this is for others but for one alone the altered aspect and the change of tone for one alone yet others in these hours show greater changes and more subtle powers they glide in carriages past flashing green fans and dropping curtains liquid with sheen of waters echoing every shaft of light that fills an avenue too long for sight until the gold spoke fits the wheel on high moving in majesty along the sky from lakes that flash like mirrors or like swords the echoes send back shuddering sounds and words and multiply the moving shafts and wells fashion new glory and invent fresh spells to crack the glass of silence with the tongues that throw like fountains and have fire for lungs. They come by water with a white sail, blown like a taut cloud, like a gaudy shell shown through clear water on the pale plains of sand, as a city with carved towers on gold strand. Or float more gently, crossing a still world, using their oars as wings, with wide sails furled. Make the soft sound of feathers as they dip to wave the water back and press the lip, floating still further on the troubled glass that shows its secrets and the mountain's mass. A wanton warmness breathes on them below the shaking smoothness, and white bodies show that ride the slight waves holding to the mains, men on galloping horses down the plains. Clearer water shows the fine limbs that tempt the dwellers in wild places, rough unkempt if such there were who lived among these woods crowding upon the bank they'd fire their moods and carry her white body to the caves to catch the cataracting force of waves and gratify the unaccustomed touch soothe with cool snow of limbs the heat of such blind flower-like followers who track the sun and know the causeways where his feet have run treading through clear clouds the tree-tops. Below, he dyes the leaves, with brilliance to show the glittering windows and the shining roofs, pavilions that tremble as his hoops, sound in the orchards, where he stoops to hang gold apples on high trees, through which there rang laughter like dropping water, till, sweet tears, the rain showers fell to dissipate their fears. Small suffering and short lived pain distill this elixir of happiness, and still among the drums and crystal gongs of rain, voices are calling. And we know the rain is ended, and the brilliant fruit begin to grow to fullness and to paint their skin. Daring the danger and the treacherous shore, they swim above the never plundered store of shadows, where the finished cup of sky contains the waters. And the hills so high they touch the trees that wave on the far bank and shake the mirrored stillness of their rank green are the safest places in the grass to hide your comfort from the feet that pass and little caves between the trees green dark give you their stillness and no need to hark for prying voices while near music rings to keep the people practicing their wings for while they tread the tightrope of the tune and walk on air through clouds, as if to prune these flowers, which grow in clusters high above the leaf-marked waters, lying there to prove the strength of silver or the lure of gold, as night or day, with cowardly or bold appearance, bribes the white flowers, the waves, or with fierce countenance, controls his slaves. Others can rest motionless, apart, until the moment for their play can start. In caverns, leaf-hung bowers, or grots, they lie, and live their pastorals before the shy pipes or piercing trumpets make this pretense no longer binding and no more offense. From other windows, other gods may lean, their suns-marked space, with intervals of clean waterfalls of rippling light. Golden walls protecting proud gods echo through their halls new signs and symbols acted in the air, unknown to us, but seen by clear eyes there. And from the windows, each can watch his sun leave heavens of sparkling brilliance to shun the drifting gardens with sweet-breathing trees blown down the wide sky. For they choose the lees and sifted dregs of goodness, where they find sweet fruits of conquest and of loss combined. As soon as ever the deep woods are still, the hollow valley and the hanging hill murmur with liquid voices, till, in turn, the woods reply with fiery sounds that burn and cleanse the dim night, for the gods to reach trees rising like green cliffs above a beach. The carriages arrive, release their load beneath green arches, where the grass is mowed smooth as the sea, and through its depth as clear. The leaves, like men on cliffs, can gaze down sheer and watch, beneath the dancing boughs of waves, people leaving carriages like caves, step into the sunlight, for a moment blind. Dazed by the dropping splendor that they find, they stagger like men in the far flung spray of the shivered waves on a stormy day. But the foam, falling like snow down the air, is dust in wide beams of the sun, whose hair gilds the blue zenith that he leaps along with lion like limbs and loud voice so strong. End of section.